Internal Revenue Service IRS Tax News. IRS online account can help taxpayers get ready to file their tax return. COVID tax tip 2021-28 February or March 3rd, 2021. Taxpayers can securely access and view their IRS tax information anytime through their individual online account. There's a link to the online account here. So you can go to the IRS website or you can go to this link. You can set up your online account, sign in to your online account, and then get access to this information, which can be useful from time to time. They can see important information when preparing to file their tax return or following up on balances or notices. This includes adjusted gross income. So you can find your adjusted gross income possibly for the prior year of a tax return that has been filed. Why would you want to do this? Well, this can be useful if the taxpayer is using different tax software or a different tax preparer this year. They may need their AGI, adjusted gross income, so they or their preparer can validate their identity. So in other words, the prior year AGI or adjusted gross income, which is on the first page of the tax return, often used for validation purposes, for IRS purposes, you might possibly need it in order to sign up for your online account. But once you're signed up, you can look it up and then you can give it uh, to individuals as needed. If you switch tax preparer to tax preparer, they're going to be using different software. So you might they might need the AGI income in order to validate the e-filing process. If you use the online software and try to get like the free filing access to the software, then once again, because that's new software to you, you might need a validation process, which could include your adjusted gross income from the prior year. So then we have the economic impact payment. Uh, people can check the amounts of their economic impact payments to help them accurately calculate any recovery rebate credits they may be uh, eligible for on their 2020 tax return. So the recovery rebate credit is basically the same thing as the earned income tax, uh, pay, or as the same thing as the economic impact payments. In other words, the two rounds of the economic impact payments were basically prepayments of the recovery rebate credits. If there was a problem with the two rounds of the of the prepayments, then you, you're going to you're going to reconcile that with the recovery rebate credit on the 2020 tax return, which will be filed in 2021. Therefore, in order to do that calculation, you need to know how much they paid you, and hopefully you have that information because you got the checks and whatnot. But if you can't remember, if you don't have it, or if you just want to know what the IRS thinks they paid you, then you want to go onto this online account and you can find that information. So the EIP amounts can be found on the tax records tab. Amounts will show as economic impact payment for the first payment and additional economic impact payment for the second payment. Individuals who are married filing joint will uh, each need to sign into their own account to view their portion of the payments. So married filing joint individuals then, you kind of think of these payments as going out, you know, as a lump sum to one tax entity, the married couple. But they kind of went out thinking like every individual basically gets the payment. So that means if you're married filing joint, even though you're one taxable entity, you might have to file or log into your own account so you can get the proper economic impact payments because they kind of divvied them up as if they were two entities, two individuals. So estimated tax payments, the total of any estimated tax payments made during the year or refunds applied as a credit can be found on the account balance tab. A record of each a payment appears under payment activity. So that's really nice to have because you can double check basically what you think you paid to what the IRS has on their side. And if you have any questions about the, the years that they applied it to, which is often a concern, meaning 
if you send in a payment, did they apply it to like last year or this year or the following year? You want to make sure that when you're doing the taxes, you're applying the proper amount of payments to the proper tax return so it lines up to what we have on the IRS records useful tool to be able to look that up. And you might want to do it preactively. And this would probably apply to people that have like a business type of income that have to make prepayments. They got a Schedule C type of business. They got to make uh, estimated payments. You might want to look it up and get that information even if you're working with a tax preparer just to give them that double verification of, hey, yeah, here's the payments that the IRS says has cleared on, on their end for the help with the tax preparation. Additionally, taxpayers can view the amount owed for any past years, updated for the current calendar day, payment history and any schedule or pending payments, payment plan details, digital copies of select notices from the IRS, tax records using Git transcripts. So you can also do the Git transcripts information. Remember that your information uh, that you're getting from like W-2s, 1099s and whatnot is going both to you and to the to the IRS, to the government. So if uh, you have a problem and you don't get some of that information or you're looking into prior years and you're trying to reconstruct it and you don't have that information, you would like to first go to the issuer and then get it, but possibly you don't work there anymore, you're trying to do back tax returns or something like that, then you might want to go here and look for the transcripts and see if you can get you know past information that has been given to the IRS and that would be like your second, you know, your second source, go-to source to get that information to get, you know, the tax returns done. So later in 2021, taxpayers will be able to digitally sign certain authorization forms, such as power of attorney, uh, initiated by their tax professional. So note, when you do tax preparation, if you're looking for a tax preparer, you're looking for someone to basically prepare the tax return. They're working kind of as your agent in order to do that. And then there's a situation where what if the IRS has a question? They question a position that was taken on the tax return or something like that. If you want someone else to represent you to the tax, to the government with the IRS, for example, contacting the IRS basically on your behalf, possibly taking action on your behalf, then you need someone acting as your agent in that capacity. And typically you need a power of attorney to do that, which has kind of been a pain in the past because the signature process is a little, you know, you got to get the signature in order to do that. And it would be great if you can get the signature on an e-file format. Now that we've got all these e-file signatures out there to authorize the power of attorney so that that kind of representation action can take place. Obviously, signing the tax return is a, is a separate issue. You got to sign the tax return before they process it. And then if you want someone to represent you in front of a, the IRS, for example, then you will typically need a power of attorney, which would be nice if you could do digitally. So here's how new users get started. One, select view your account on irs.gov homepage. There's a link to that here. Two, select the create or view your account button. And three, click create account. Four, pass secure access authentication. So you're going to have to obviously authenticate yourself in order to log into this information because it does have some sensitive tax information here. This is a rigorous process to verify the taxpayer's identity. They must be able to authenticate their identity to continue. So you got to make sure you have your prior tax return in essence in hand so that if they ask you questions about the prior tax return, as we said before, uh, the AGI is a common kind of question for a prior tax return in order to help with the verification process. Number five, create a profile. Once the initial authentication process is complete, returning users can use the same username and password to access other IRS online services such as Get Transcript and Get an Identity Protection Pen 
if applicable. So an identity protection pen is a proactive type of step to stop someone to commit fraud against you by filing a tax return using your information, social security number and name, and then trying to get a refund on that, possibly claiming like, like the uh, refundable credits. And then when you file, you can't file because they, someone else already filed and it becomes a big thing that you got to then figure out. Now, if you think someone has access to that information or if you just want to be doubly secure and you don't want to go through that thing and you want to proactively stop it, you can get a second uh, PIN number. And that means that when you file, you have to basically have your social security number and the second PIN number. And that, that means it's going to be a whole lot more difficult for someone to get that second PIN number because it changes uh, every year and it's not something you've had since birth and you don't have to give it out to everybody that you do business every institution you do business with for the last you know 50 years so that's one way you can kind of be proactive on that so all password protected online irs tools for taxpayers are protected by multi-factor authentication so there's links to some of those items here there'll be a link to this in the description